We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to Mouthpiece, episode 97. Today we're going to talk about the World Series, NFL, politics, the midterms, and uh, we're going to shoot the shit. We're going to talk about everything. Mouthpiece is next. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 97. A lot of shit going on, a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, let's see. Um, wow. Poker been, uh, well, I took a really bad uh, a bad uh, week this week. Uh, I took a really bad day on Tuesday. So I ended up... Winning last week, not much. I didn't play that much. I think I won uh, 11,000 last week. Um, started off this week Monday with a really healthy uh, like 13,400 win. Tuesday was a nightmare. Um, I, uh, I played well for a while. And then I got a little tired late and kind of ran bad. I'll kind of go over the hands with you guys. So I end up uh, playing on Tuesday. Usually Tuesday in our group, it's very tough to get a game going. It's short. Uh, But a person I played with asked me to sit down and try and help start the game. So, help started the game. We got the game going. And uh, I was doing pretty good at the time. I was up around 3K. Game was playing pretty small. Um, uh, It's my online game that I play with every day. And um, the next thing you know, uh, I raised with two tens. Um really good player in the game but he's really aggro and makes a lot of bluffs and I mean he's a big challenge for me I I like playing with him uh he calls another guy calls flop come ace four seven now the one guy who calls I know doesn't have an ace he's the type guy that always three bets all aces all ace suited and stuff like that so not really worried about him the other guy who calls usually does the same but he mixes it up he's like half and half so uh, flop come a seven four, they both check to me. I like to check. Normally I bet this pot flop. Uh, I think I probably see bet an ace high board ninety percent of the time, on a, especially on a dry board when I raise. But I decided to check it. Not sure why, but I did. And now the person who I know doesn't have an ace, he bets two hundred. The next person calls two hundred. And the board is now um, ace, uh, seven, four, uh, deuce. Now, Phil just happened to call me right when I'm in the middle of his hand, so I kind of get distracted. And when it goes bet call, I'm just supposed to fold. But I got distracted. I don't want to blame Phil, but I might as well blame him because he always blames me for everything. And uh, so I call, and then 
I get in the middle of the hand. I'm like, oh, Phil, I got tens. It's an ace high board. I'm, let, let me focus. And then, and then I kind of like, uh, he hangs up. And so the river card comes a 10. I'm sorry, the, the turn card comes a four. It's a board's ace, seven, four, four. And uh, that's when um, the one guy bet out 200. Then it goes call. And then I overcalled. Comes a 10 on the river. Now the guy who bet 200 checks. Uh, the next guy now bets like 880. So now I'm, I guess I was wrong. He has seven A's, right? I got tens full. So I make it like 2,800. And the original raiser, or not original raiser, the guy who bet the turn and checked the river moves in for 15,000. One guy folds. I snap call. He showed me quad fours. That was really tilting. Now, the reason why it was so tilting is if Phil didn't happen to call me right at the exact time as the hand is being played and he was you know, telling me bad beat stories in the middle of the hand, how bad he's running, and I probably don't call the 200 and I probably don't get stacked for 15000 You know, Again, I'm not blaming Phil. But, you know, he always blames me. So, anyways, uh, that was... Uh, when the 10 came, I'm like, well, I'm glad I got distracted now, you know, until I got stacked. So, next thing you know, I'm down um, 13,000. And I'm grinding, and I'm grinding, and I'm grinding, and I'm playing really good. And the game's not that good, but I grind all the way back where I'm 2K loser for the day. At around uh, 3 a.m. Uh, maybe it was 2 a.m. I don't know. So now Phil calls me and we're just ch- shooting the shit or whatever. And I'm just playing. And the next thing you know, Phil's like, oh, you should quit. And I'm like, yeah, I should probably quit. I'm like, but I'm playing good. I'm like, he goes, well, the game's not good, Mike. You got it almost even. I said, I know, but I just feel like playing. So anyways... He hangs up. I start playing. And um, then this hand comes up. Uh, I'm now around eh, three, th- probably around 3K loser. And um, I play a hand where uh, this is exactly what happened, actually. So I play a hand where it goes. And we're playing five-handed now. So the one guy who had the quad fours, he's a really good short-handed player, so he's getting aggressive. So it went raise me, ace-jack, three-bet 900, call 900. Now, normally I just call, but I'm, I'm on the button, and my four bets are usually really strong. Uh, and I had to decide, do I want to fold, call, or four bet. I, I really wasn't ever going to fold uh, playing <clears throat> with ace jack, playing uh, five handed or four handed. I think it was four handed. Uh, there might have been five. And uh, I should have just called. Uh, but I elect to fucking four bet it to 3,300. 
and he just snap rips it in for 25000 And I fold, and we have a, in our game, we have like a rabbit, and of course the flop comes ace-jack, and I would have won a massive pot. Instead, I lost 3300 So now the next thing you know, I'm down 6300 And, um, which is no big deal, so... Uh, you know, we go through the blinds, or I'm sorry, we were five-handed because in the very next hand, I was, I was under the gun, uh, and um, I raise, and <clears throat> I get three bet again uh, by the person who <clears throat> who had just ripped it on me. But this time, I think he thinks I'm I'm tilted because I open. Normally, I open for like 140. I open for like 220 to make it look like I'm tilted. I've ace eight of diamonds. He three bets me. I call. It comes ace nine blank. He checks, and I check back because I don't want to give away my hand. And this is the type of person that you have to trap. You have to mix it up with. So my check back was, I was always checking back. So now the turn card comes like a small diamond. So now I've got the boards like ace nine, I'd say seven deuce with two diamonds. Now he, he quick checks again. So I go for the over bet. I bet 2,300 into like 1,800 and he calls. And, but I'm 100% he doesn't have an ace. Now, here's where I make a mistake. And the river card comes a nine. And he checks. Now, I'm always just supposed to check back here. Because even though I know he doesn't have an ace, there's no hand he's really calling me with. But in my mind, and here's where I made the mistake, is because I went for the 500 over bet on the turn, uh, after checking flop, in my mind, I said to myself, he doesn't believe you have an ace. That's why he called you on the turn. Go for the overbet again. So I went and went for the, <clears throat> I went for the, I don't know, 70% pot turn, river. And then he check raises me to like 8,800 8, more. Or 8,300 more. And, I mean, it's just a check back. I fucked up. And because I know, because of the fact that I know he doesn't have an ace, right? And he three bet me. And I know that I went for the over bet and he called me on the turn. In my mind, you know, maybe he's got tens or jacks. I wasn't even thinking a nine. But he check raises me. Again, he's going to, you have to understand the dynamics because the way I played it, where I had been like, when they checked to me, I'd been betting big because uh, they think I'm tilted from earlier when I got the quads beat and everything. I said, I'm going to bet here. Actually, I didn't even bet big. I bet like, like, uh, 35% pot. Yeah, I bet like 2,800 into like 7,400. And then he raised me 8,300. But, I, but I, I said to myself, if I bet here, he's going to raise me. If I bet small, that's right. That's what happened. 
And so he raises me and I call him and he shows me King Nine offsuit. So I lose 11K on the river where I'm supposed to lose zero. So now I'm down like 17,900, right? But I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm not upset. I'm not tilted or anything. I mean, they think I am, of course, because so now I, I normally open to 140. I'm opening 200 every hand. And I'm opening it on the button every hand. I'm raising, I'm, but I'm getting dead a lot of hands. So, and so now, guy raises it to two hundred. Next guy calls. Um, I then call with pocket threes, and four out of the five of us take the flop. Um, the flop comes. Uh, Ace, three, six, with two hearts. Now they, uh, that's right, I'm in the big blind, so the button raises. No, it wasn't even the button raise. The small blind raised 200. Uh, the big blind called, middle blind called 200. I called 200 out of the big blind. So now they check to me, and I bet... Um, I bet 800 in a 600. So I, I overbet pot on a a 6-3 board. And the small blind calls. <clears throat> and I like, to, I like my bet here because I don't 3-bet in position. And now I overbet flop. <clears throat> like, like, what do I not, what, what, what ace am I not 3-betting? So call... <clears throat> And then uh, the other guy folds. The turn card comes a nine. So I went 800, 800, 16. There's 2,200 in the pot. I go for 2,700 out of 2,200 on the nine turn. There's two hearts, two diamonds. He calls. The river card comes an eight of diamonds. Now there was two hearts on the board. And it comes running diamonds, but what hand did he raise? Does he raise preflop that has diamonds in it? And I just, there's only one. It could be it could be six, seven of diamonds or six, five of diamonds. I don't. I just don't think he has diamonds. But anyway, so I bet. Like I said, I I bet twenty eight hundred on the river. And now he check raises me for another 8,400. And I'm like, it's impossible this guy has diamonds. It's just impossible. And I call up my set of threes and he shows me pocket eights for three eights. Now, this happens like two hands and four hands. And the next thing you know, I'm down 30,000. So, hey, I made a bad call with the tens. I got distracted. I don't blame anybody. I'm fucking around when I say I blame Phil. Um, but that was pretty unlucky. The fact that if I didn't bet size the way I did, I probably I don't get crushed with the King Nine. Like, but it's a check back at all times. It was a massive mistake on my part. I mean, it was an, that was literally eleven thousand dollar mistake. The, the, the not checking back the ace eight. So 
um, you know, I I look back at the session and I I'll say I I punted twelve. I I punted like eleven five there, and I probably gave away twelve thousand five hundred of the thirty I lost. It is what it is. I I'm never folding when I get. He never has diamonds in the spot. I know how the guy plays. I mean, I can't even believe he showed pocket eights. But listen, that's. I mean, that's kind of what he was repping. But uh, how I just didn't think it could, he could have that. Um, but but it was my sizing that made him think I was weak, and I guess that's why he called. He was going to call with eights no matter what, even if an eight didn't come. Anyways, that was my Tuesday poker session. Um, so now it's down 17000 for the week. I just started playing another game, Nick's game. And I'm up 17 for the week in that game. So I'm dead even for the week in poker. So there you go. That was my, um, my poker uh, for the week so far. So we're going into Thursday. Um, won a huge big O pot for like 9K yesterday in the mix game. Uh, I can't even believe the hands that called me and went, it's a 3K cap uh, in the big O. It goes raise 240, call 240. I pot it. And somehow I get repotted and three pe- two other people call me. My hand was ace-ace-4-5, king-queen with double-suited aces, I got called, like the original Razor, and I will never name any names in the game because uh, I, I won't do that, but the original Razor is considered uh, one of the very best mixed game players in the world, one of the better poker players in the world. His hand was Ace, King, 4, 6, 8, double suited on the Ace and the King. But that hand in Big O is is like playing seven four offsuit in No Limit Hold'em. That's how bad a hand that is in Big O. That is an atrocity of a hand in a three bet pot. And the other guy who called me had even a more abysmal hand in a three bet pot. Had one two five eight nine. So he's basically got a fucking dead bad ace deuce. I mean, the eight nine isn't is just these are just unplayable hands. They're 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 limp hands or raise fold hands. You know, when you get re raised, you're usually up against an ace ace deuce three king queen or ace ace. Like if I have bad aces, like ace ace five, six, I I don't re raise them. I just call. I mean, it's just retarded that that those people gave me that money. So that was really nice. Uh, so poker, I'm even for the week, uh, and I've swung that, uh, that 30 K loss was the second biggest loss I've taken in the game, uh, in like two and a half years. So, um, Hey, it is what it is. Uh, poker is still good. Um, you know, when you make mistakes, you make mistakes. I mean, you could say, you know, that if I don't call that 200 I don't get stacked for the 15 but um the one guy called in the middle he's you know, I don't he, he's one of the players in the game that's not that great a player in the game and 
Right, I was right. The other guy didn't have fucking an ace in hand, and he had quad fours. Anyways, I guess if I took a little bit longer, I might have been able to sniff this out because what can he bet? Check river. My hand looks like it's face up, right? It looks like I made tens full. You know, I checked the flop, or I could have pocket aces, right? Think about it. Check the flop. I just call the turn. And now I raise the river, like, like uh, I mean, I'm, I got like aces full or tens full. So when the guy, when I make a 2,800 and the guy who had 200 in the pot rips it for 15,000, I really, I really think if I took an extra few fucking minutes on his hand, like he can't really have ace four, you know, he could have sevens full, but he's got to be worried the way I played the hand. Anyways, I think, um, I think, uh, you know, whatever. It is what it is, man. It's poker. Anyway, that's my poker. Um, the Phillies played great yesterday. They didn't only get zero runs for the second time in three games. They decided to get zero hits. Uh, pretty amazing. Uh, I really thought the Phillies were going to win the series. Now, uh, I kind of don't think they're going to win another game. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's a must-win tonight uh, versus Verlander because uh, they they ain't beating that other guy. That other guy is just unbelievable. And they ain't winning two in a row in Houston. Think about the Phillies. Their two best pitchers, Wheeler and Nola, have been lit up in this series. I mean, Nola has to pitch. You like my shirt? Yeah, shut up and wear your mask. Um, you can order them online. Um, but um, anyways, um, yeah, World Series is pretty fun to watch. So far, it's, the funny thing is it's their two games apiece, and not one game's even been close. Every single game, somebody's had a 5 nothing lead. Every single game the Phillies came back in game one uh you you gotta think that um you gotta think um uh uh you got you gotta think Verlander bounces back with a big game tonight Wheeler's gonna have to pitch the game of his life tonight that's for sure all right football uh we won another Pick of the week. We are now six and two on our pick of the weeks. The only thing bad about it is last week I won my pick of the week and I won my second best pick of the week in Denver and I I didn't win another game. So on all our contest cards, uh, me and my partner, I told my partner that I wanted New England and Denver on every ticket, which we did. And... Um, uh, he went over on every one of his picks, and in all fairness, we were pretty unlucky on all of them. Now he did win one of them, which is Green Bay, uh, with the back door. Well, that wasn't the right side, so we ended up uh, going three and two on two of our tickets, and two and three on the rest of them. I mean, the losses we took were pretty brutal. We had Detroit plus three and a half. They led by 14 twice. 
uh, and found a way to lose by it. And they had to get shut out in the second half for, for to not cover that game. And the other game I thought was just a brutal beat was Arizona. Arizona was getting the ball back down two, and they muffed the second punt of the game. They, they punt the, oh, that was a giant. The Giants muffed two punts to give away that game. But they muffed the punt, and then uh, Minnesota scores. They were handed seven there, up nine. They came back down, scored, making it two again, and then Murray throws another pick that gave him another seven. So, I mean, Arizona played really good that game. Um, I mean, they just, I mean, they, Minnesota sucks. They're the, they, they haven't beat one team with a winning record. They're six and one, with zero wins over a team with a winning record. So, like, my guy had Arizona, Detroit on, like, all the cards. He, picked, he had Pittsburgh on two cards. Uh, we had the Browns on one. That's right. We did go three and two on, on uh, three of them. That's right. We had the Browns on one. Uh, what really sucks is um, 23 people had Atlanta in Circa Survivor. And um, look at how they won this game. I mean, the game was back and forth the whole way. And it looked like Atlanta was going to win and cover. And the guy throws the 68-yard perfect fucking throw to the guy in the end zone who takes off his helmet. They miss the extra point. Then they miss the 33-yard field goal. I mean, I've been on the, on the uh, on a team twice now needing that needed to kick an extra point to win a game or make a 30 yard field goal to win a game. And they did the, they missed the extra point and minutes in the same game. The first one was the game one Cincinnati Pittsburgh, um, where we lost a, a survivor pick, um, where Cincinnati missed the extra point and missed the 30 yard field goal. So anyways, so I'm still in survivor. Uh, still four left in our in the one for the hundred and seventy seven thousand for first. Um, all three of my guys that are left do not have Philly, so normally I would save Philly for later in the year, but with four people left, you, you got to try and go for the win. Um, I took Philly tonight, and I don't even like them that much tonight. It's a short week. Uh, they got a bye next week. With the Giants losing, they got basically a, a two, three-game lead over both. They could come flat tonight against Houston, but Houston, I think, is so bad that even if they do come flat, I, I believe Philly's going to win. I was even thinking about betting a 1000 on Houston money line at plus 625 just in case they lose to pocket more money in my pocket in the out of the survivor. But I'm just going to let it go, see what happens. Uh, let's see what you guys been writing about. Uh, well, you guys are talking bullshit politics. Brandon, I sent you a DM. I'm sure you didn't want to read it. I, I'm sure you didn't want to look at your DM because it, it, it blows away your narrative that you keep pushing on the podcast. Maybe you should look at your DM I sent you. Oh, by the way, for everybody that doesn't know what DM I sent, uh, Barry, Barry, as I sent him the, or Brandon, as I, I send him the, uh, 
the uh, the videos of uh, all the Democrats election denying in 2016, 2017, and 2018 because he likes to say, oh, the GOP are election deniers because the fake news is trying to run on the midterms on the GOP is denies elections. Oh, my God. Oh. So I had to send him a video of like 30 fucking of his, of his Democrat fucking lovebirds fucking denying the election but he never answered the, the the dm because now he's like he's shook brandon shook he's like oh oh my god I, oh my god i mean these are real videos oh i can't sit there and say the election denier anymore oh my god oh god anyways um i mean like that's why i always tell him to educate himself because he just pushes one narrative and then he doesn't even see the truth um yeah they're running on election denial that's exactly what they're running on but but they're 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 more to election deniers than than anybody so it doesn't matter uh they have nothing else to run on they can't run on anything on helping the country the country is a complete catastrophe and biden's closing pitch was last night was there's 335 election deniers running for office. We can't let them in. It's it's a threat to democracy. But when when all of them denied the election for three years and said Russia, 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 that wasn't a threat to democracy. Okay. Yep. Okay. Whatever you say. Okay. Football's covered. Oh, my pick of the week this week. Um. Uh, wow, there's there's three I really like. Um, I'm going to do it. Three weeks ago, I lost. Uh, had Arizona against Seattle. They lost. I'm bouncing back. I think I'm debating on coming back. I really love Arizona this week, one and a half over Seattle. I know Seattle's look good, but this is the season for Arizona. They win their four and four. Um, if... Uh, uh, Seattle loses, they'll be five and four. They'll be a half game back. If Arizona loses, their season's over. So I'm deciding to see Arizona and Washington. Washington getting three and a half over the Vikings. Vikings suck. Uh, they're six and one. I keep saying they suck, but they haven't beat a team with a winning record. So I don't know, man. Carolina getting seven and a half against a very beat up Cincinnati team. Those pretty three. Those are my three top picks going in this week. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to to do it. I'm going to I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go with Arizona minus one and a half over Seattle as my pick of the week. It is literally their their season. It is literally their season. Uh, they would be one and one with Seattle and only a half game back. If they lose, they're they they've lost both tiebreakers and they're uh, two games back in the loss column, and it's over for them. So, I think Arizona just has to fix a few mistakes they keep making. I'm going to go with Arizona, minus one and a half is my top pick. But 
I'm real close with I like Washington plus three and a half. They won three and a half three games in a row. The way they won last week was pretty sexy. I don't think much of the Vikings. Um that's my one and one A pick. Let's take some phone calls. Uh we'll take forty five minutes of fucking worth of phone calls and uh maybe even an hour. And we're going to um then we're gonna go watch the football and the on the basketball game, or not about football in the basketball game, football in the World Series tonight. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter, for times that our call-in segment will be live. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Midterms are important. Get out and vote, everybody, Tuesday. Don't forget, if fucking the... The Democrats need to get what they deserve. They need to be bludgeoned in the polls this week. They really do. Well, the mouthpiece is Mike. <clears throat> Yo, what's up, Mike? It's Jiffy Crane. What's up, buddy? How are you? Not bad. How you been? Good, man. Just uh, <clears throat> a little bit of a rough week uh, playing poker, the ups and downs, swinging. I don't like swinging 30 balls. Here. 30 balls are not fun to swing. I used to swing 50 balls every night back in my days when I didn't give a fuck about, you know, when I had no value of money. Now, I don't like swinging 30 balls. Not fun. Yeah, I hear you there. Well, I called in a couple weeks ago. I was on, like, 30K up swing playing fucking 2-4 and literally went on a 20K down swing in the last week and a half. I won, like, eight back last night, but uh, still down, like, 12K. But... uh, I'm still like uh, I just started playing PLO recently, uh, transitioning from Hold'em, mm-hmm. just because the games are so juicy. I'm still yeah. learning, and uh, I real I made a few adjustments, and it's helped my win rate come back up. Um, I wasn't protecting my equity in spots enough. Where in Hold'em, like if I flop the nuts or whatever, I'll check. Um, oh yeah, equity. no, in PLO you've got to bet it. You got to bet out, man. You can't. You know, just like I, I was playing a three six twelve PLL game, uh, just waiting for the big game the other day. Now flop came queen nine nine in a five way pot. I just led right on out for pot on a queen nine nine board with queens full because I know a nine, a nine, a nine is going to flop there. Yeah, and you just yeah. hope he pairs another one of his cards, which, which he did, and I stacked him. So nice, yeah. You know, then, yeah, like, I try not to get in those scenarios, and yeah. when I have like. Uh, Let's just say, for instance, it's king, king, seven. If I have jacks, queens, kings in that spot, I'll float once or twice trying to, uh, I know you're, you know, looking for a two or four outer in that spot, but uh, you get paid a lot, I've seen. Yeah. So, like, it, comes. like it was funny, too, as, as Phil was playing in his in his PLO game last night. I was, I couldn't get in my game. It was full and I couldn't get a seat. So he's, you know, we're uh, I'm I'm in the small game. We're just shooting the shit, and he's playing in his big PLO game, right? And he's all like in one of the hands. He goes, "Oh, the flop just came, queen seven seven. I got queens full." I said, like, you know, 
And he goes, I check. I, I'm like, how do you check? You can't check that. Of course, he checks, right? And then the guy Maybe bet. And, and then, and, and, yeah, and then the guy bet and Phil calls. And then it got checked down. Phil got no value out of his hand. Like, and I'm like, you're an you idiot. Go. I told him he was an idiot. And he, by the way, he and, and he had a he had a good day last night. But I mean, he could have won a lot more. I, I I'm like, I, I just don't even know how he does. You you must you whenever it's like three way action pot or four way action pot, you you must lead when you got coins full because they're just not going to put you on it. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. You just yeah, have for to. Sure. You know, and that ba- I, I attack paired boards a lot online because people lose interest in them. So, like, if I have Aaron in that spot, I've been betting like four to six big blinds. And well, it I, depends you know, how many handed it is. I mean, if it's a raise in one call or raise in two calls, yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, like, a, like, and it's like a five-five board. I agree. You know, I don't want to have a. I don't want to be raising. Uh, uh, and then two callers and attack any eight eight nine nine or ten ten board. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. No, I you know, agree. You know, I would, you I, I would, I would say seven, sevens or less. I agree. I, I kind of can agree with you. Um, I, I've been playing a little bit of hold'em live. Um, playing two five five five. It's five five, but it plays more like five ten. And uh, having uh, being playing the PLO recently helped me play uh, a lot more aggressive. And uh, mm-hmm. apply maximum pressure and hold them yeah. in spots where, like, I flop open unders, flush draws, shit like that. And uh, actually putting people on hands is so much easier versus PLO. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense. PLO, I mean, PLO, it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I think I'm a really good PLO player, but I'm not a really good shorthanded PLO player. I'm actually, it's my weakest game. Uh, people run me over too much. I don't get the value where I can't. But six-handed or more, I, I, I play PLO fine. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I have a heads-up background, so I like short-handed games. Gotcha. I, I can't play full ring fucking PLO. It's miserable to me. Yeah. Oh, it is? Well, full ring all poker is miserable. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? I don't I don't play poker. It's not. I'm there to make money. You know, it's not, you're not there to have fun. You know what I mean? And so, you know, uh, that's been one of my biggest issues lately playing online is like I got so used to fucking playing every single day for fucking seven, eight hours a day. Like I'll just play when I'm bored and yeah. I'm not playing my A game. And that's when I realize I'm donking off fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. But um, anyway, uh, we got the WSOP coming up here in uh, Cherokee, North Carolina. I was going to play a few tournaments there. Uh it's just so fucking hard transitioning back from playing cash all the time, especially playing PLO, then to sit there and hold for oh, hours man. and hold them. So. I, it's so brutal, dude. I, I mean, I, I I say it all the time. I don't know how people play play um, tournament poker for a living. It's the most brutalist thing ever. Fold, fold, yeah, fold, 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 fold. And it's like it's not like the old days where you could just run people over because they don't have like yeah, a, exactly. you know like they don't have like ace king aces kings queens they're just folding you know what I mean. And now it's like you just you got to just pick your spots and you have, you can't be wrong in a spot if you're wrong you're fucked. So. Yeah, I read a book back in '03 or '04. It was Harrington on Hold'em. He uh, he did three core uh, three volumes of it, yeah. and. Uh, that thing back then was like fucking way ahead of its time. And, uh, I was crushing online from there and it's like everybody, no, you're not going to find many suckers anymore. 
unless you're playing in bigger games i found out no of course not no the bigger no you play the, the bigger you play the worse they play just always remember that so I, if you, if you decide if you get a hold of some money and want to take some shots i mean that's the, what i've been doing and it's, it's it's paid off obviously like uh Whatever, I played a bigger game the other day. I played a 2040 game, and I took one of the worst beats of my fucking life. I got it in with fucking Kings. Um, and this maniac I was playing against had a pair of fours and put me in and hit running fours on me for like an 8K pot. It was fucking misery. Right. Like, how often is that going to happen? Yeah. I mean... Fuck like being on a negative side of variance. I mean, I had to hit a two out ten to fucking get stacked. I mean, it's funny. They two outed me like four times the other day on the river for infinite money. And then they two out of me by me hitting a 10 when they had quads to make tens full. So I got two out. I count that as getting two out also. So, cause I'm never losing another quarter in the pot. <laughs> Maybe I you might lose crazy, though, In this game I'm playing in, we're playing on PP. So it shows like your percentage when you get it all in. And there's a lot of times like people are playing shallow with less than 200 bigs. And uh, if I open with like the fucking seven, eight, nine, ten, or you know, uh, eight, nine, ten, jack, double suited, single suit, um, mm-hmm. and there's four, these guys get it in super light. So I've been getting it in there, and it shows like your percentage when you're going post flop there, and that hand plays super fucking strong against four hands. Yeah. Especially when people just have naked aces and kings in that spot, because that's what a lot of people are turning up with. Like naked kings, like king king four seven, no suits. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty fucking bad getting it in there. I don't, I don't ever. Even, I won't even. I won't even play king king four seven. So I don't know. There you go. I mean, I won't. Doesn't matter. I, mean, I won't even. I mean, I might limp in a cash game if, I, if they're double suited or something. I don't know. It's a fucking terrible hand. You know? Yeah. No shit. But. Uh, yeah, I stopped playing those shits out of uh, out of the small blind, just like completing the blinds and stuff, because I tend to get in too much trouble. I find myself leading mm-hmm. wet boards and stuff when my hand has fucking mm-hmm. zero equity to improve. No, I mean, like, listen, I mean, you've got, what are you going to, I mean, what are you going to do with bad kings? I mean, comes jack eight fucking three. I mean, do you really want to be in there? I mean, what you're hoping for when you have like bad kings, you're hoping for a jack deuce five flop or a 10 deuce five flop. I mean, what, what, what I mean, what are you looking for? I mean, even if you're just up against naked jack on that flop, you're still not that big of a favorite. Exactly. You're, almost exactly. you're only like 7% ahead, I think. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I just want to play, you know, I want to play four card wraps. You don't ever want to play the two, three, four, five, three, four, five, six. Those hands there are the death hands. Um, yeah, we talked about that last time too yeah. uh, about having to have the ace involved. You have to, to have the ace involved, right? Scenarios yeah. You know, and um, uh, so, but I do like I, I I I you know ace five six seven with the ace suited ace six seven eight ace seven eight nine. All those are really good hands. You know, they're just, you know, when you got three, three straight cards with an ace suited or there's just. Some yeah, I agree. That, yeah. You know? You're able to make the nut flush. You know, the, I think the biggest mistake people make in PLO is somebody raises. You look down, you got the ace king. Queen nine with the ace suited, right? 
So you three bet in position. And then the next guy four bets it. Okay. I mean, you these are the hand you've got to get away from these hands because when you're getting four bet there, you're just always up against good aces. You know, you're not people are not four betting you with shit aces. They will in a tournament, but not in a cash game. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, I seen a thing a video the other day on one of the training sites. I forgot who it was about. Um, you want to have ace queen xx in that spot um, to be calling there. Yeah, because if you're blocking the king there then you're most likely up against kings or aces in that spot. Correct. And so, uh, yeah, you know, but but also, um, you, you don't want to be playing the ace-queen 10-8, the, uh, the ace-queen to a raise and a three-bet. You know what I'm saying? Ace-king is just as important in PLO as it is in... Nolan hold like Nolan hold them like ace queen is just like the death of a th- in a three bet pot, right? Same thing in PLO. I mean, you re- you want to have at least ace king, you know, jack, you know, ace king. Uh, if you go with ace king ten nine, you want the ace and the king to be suited. And even if you do that and you're up against good aces, this you're still like forty six percent. You're still like forty five, I think, percent, forty four. So again right, right. you know, these you've gotta know your opponent and you gotta know, you know, when to get away from and not get trapped with these hands. Um there's very few people for betting in PLO without Yeah, especially light. Most of the times I've seen four bets, it's either like it's, fucking it's super good, strong rundown. good aces or, or good kings. It's like king, king, queen, jack, double. Or ace, ace, queen, ten, with ace suited. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just, I mean, if, if you're getting four bet by bad aces, um, they, they're, they're, they're at least double suited, like... The ace ace five six or the ace ace seven four, and they have both aces suited. You know what I'm saying? If they're four betting with with like ace ace seven deuce with one suit, then you're printing money. They're they're, they're yeah, that's pretty they're, bad. They're they're, they're going to get. There's crushed. not going to be many favorable flops for that hand. Correct, correct. So, but they listen. One of the greatest things that Jason Mercia taught me in around 2012, that's when I really became a really good PLO tournament player. Was, that's when he was fucking the biggest crusher, too. Right. It was, he told me, Mike, never three-bet aces in the tournament unless you could get it all in on the flop with one bet. Right, because you're turning your hand face up. You're correct. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you should definitely three-bet out of position good aces, but you also need to three bet you know, nine ten jack queen. Yeah, you gotta have that balance. You have to sure. balance. Like if, you're, so if, you're, if you're if you're three bet if you're only three betting out of the out of position with aces, your hands face up. See what I'm saying? Like I made that mistake against Danny Ayale when he was crushing too. I I three bet aces out of the big blind and the flop came like ace high, whatever, and I potted it. He goes Man, Mike, he goes, you fucking made a big mistake raising me there, three-betting me there. He goes, because I was going to take that pot from you with any fucking flop, which is true. 
that's what good because they're gonna. Right, that makes sense. They're gonna take it from you if you if you tip yeah, your like hand. You yeah, if you tip your hand, I mean, if it becomes five, six, seven, they're gonna. He could have a. He could have. He could have like call me with ace king queen five and come five six seven. He's and I'm dead because I'm out of position. Can't yeah, tip he's going to have a lot of funky two pairs in there. And well, it doesn't matter if he does. You you know, even if it comes seven four three or or deuce three seven. I mean, there's just there's a you're, you're going to put you in bad spots Not a spot out of you position. Play for your stack. No, you're better. What you want to be doing is calling, and now. If it comes, if it comes like nine, now, it comes nine five four. Now you lead. See what I'm saying? Now your hands decide. Right, because that's supposed to hit your range more than that. Correct, spot. correct. See, so I learned a lot. You know, what I'm saying that's how. It's not a coincidence that I'm down the last three tables of every PLO tournament now. I mean, I I learn from the best. I mean, I'm a great poker player that was missing some things in tournament PLO, and, and now I'm good at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a great tournament player, so. Uh, you know, I think are, a lot of the reason you and Phil survive in uh, tournaments too. This is just my personal opinion. I think y'all aren't sticking it in uh, and playing a little bit more effect. Maybe I don't want to say effectively, but um, with less than twenty bigs, fold raising with fifteen bigs and stuff, uh, a lot of people aren't doing that. Correct. They're looking down at ace eight, ace nine, folded two on the cutoff or correct. hijack and putting it in. Correct. And we so could raise fold up. So but. so uh, yeah, uh, I think raise. Which fold. there is merit to raise folding in that situation too, because it looks super fucking uh, strong when you got thirteen bigs and you're making it Dar- two point five. Dario, I told Dario I hated the way I went broke in the in the um, main event like three years ago. The year he got second, and I told him what the hand was, and he agreed with me. It's a hundred percent a raise fold. I had 13 bigs on the button, and I had uh, <clears throat> ace uh, eight, or what was it, ace, ace seven of spades, and I just shipped it, and I should have just raised folded because uh, the main event, uh, and I'd still have 11 yeah, bigs. Yeah, so much stronger doing that there, yeah. honestly. And, uh, and I, and like I, 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 I ran in your big and free action. I ran into ace jack. So, um, so yeah, it was a um, it was a big mistake, and I and I knew it too. I would have had eleven bigs left, and uh, when you have eleven bigs left, uh, you have plenty. You know what I mean? Especially yeah, exactly. Double Especially double your event. fucking above chip average. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm gonna take another well, call. Yeah, good talking, brother. Take care. Good luck. You got to have a great weekend. Don't forget to vote. Talk to you later. Peace. Bye. Peace. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Seven zero two three two nine zero four eight zero. I'm gonna be Hustler Casino live all week. We have. Um... Hey, welcome to the mouthpiece, this is Mike. What's hey, up? Mike, what's going on? It's Edward from San Antonio, man. Hey, How's Edward, how... good man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'm enjoying the weather. It's been pretty good so far, man. And just to let you know, I'm a first time caller. Oh, um, I've listened to you for the past few weeks, man, and I just subscribed not too long ago, bro. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Appreciate it, Mike. Uh, I got a few questions, if that's okay to ask you, if you sure. don't mind, man. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, I've always wanted to know the story between between you and Scotty Wynn. I've always heard that story, like either you like you bought him into the World Series of Poker, or what? what is it? Did you buy in half of the $5,000 for him, or how did it work exactly? Okay, so, how, what's the story? So I'll give you the story. So there was a guy that was staking me that used to, an older gentleman, his name was Neil, he used to 
come in and play at Samstown where I dealt at. And, um, you know, he told me he would stake me and put 100K behind me. If I, and so I quit my job in, in November 26 of 1996. Um, fast forward to 1998, um, I had Neil started, I got Neil was, was backing Scotty. And uh, Scotty wins like 66000 at the World Series for Neil. But Neil doesn't want to put up 10000 for Scotty in the main event, which is bizarre. And, yeah. and I have this dream two days before that Scotty won the main and we can't get a hold of Neil. And so <laughs> I literally put up 5000 of my own money for five satellites and Scotty goes 0 for 5. And back then, uh, there wasn't. They didn't have satellites a day of. And if you if you if you didn't buy into the tournament by noon, you don't get in. That's just how it was for years. All this max late reds and all this bullshit that they destroyed poker with well, didn't ex- didn't exist back then. So it was the last satellite of the night. Scott begged me to put him in one more. I said I could only put up five hundred. Scott, I I don't have any more money. And uh, two mm-hmm. other people put up two fifty, and he won it. I got thirty three percent. The other two people got 16%. We gave Scotty 33%, and that's the story. Really? Okay. I always wondered about it. I didn't know. that I heard so many multiple versions of that story, like where, hey, you had a dream about Scotty was going to win, so you're like, here, here's a 10,000, or it was like, hey, I'm going to give you five Gs, and then, you know, yeah. you want to split it 50-50 with me. I didn't know. I've never heard the whole story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've only heard versions of it. And, and the thing is, is, and then Neil – Wanted me to give him a hundred thousand. I'm like, I ain't giving you anything. We couldn't get a hold of you. You refused to put him in. I, I'll go. I'll give you ten grand if you want. And that was the end of Neil staking me. Uh, I mean, he thought that I I was out to fuck him. No, it's amazing. The guy didn't want to put up the money. Now I put up my case fucking money, and then he wants me to give him a hundred thousand. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I'm afraid to ask, like, after that, how many people you told that story to, and then they were like, hey, will you stake me? Oh, now? <laughs> I lost 4.2 million staking people. So there you go. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not one person ever won a thing for me after that. Ever. Not yeah. once. God, okay. My friend Mike Wattell won 280 for me one day. That was a year in 2008 where I took that 280 that he won, and I staked like mm-hmm. I staked like nine people into the main event and two random people off Facebook. So, uh, you know, that's why you hear about all these things that people do, right? Like when I had money, I I helped everybody out, you know? And you know what? I'd help other people out today, but the only thing is, is I know that the thing I learned the most is if if things got bad for you, nobody's going to do shit for you. So, you know, I I realize that yeah you try and help people out all you can but you can't really help them out financially because because when you do and if things go bad for you nobody's going to be there for you I mean look at uh, uh, Barry Greenstein I mean he won uh, 1.2 million two WPTs he gave it all to charity uh, yeah. and then uh, he he got broke and not one person would help him out so yeah. that's fucked up. Yep. So uh, that's, that's the, the poker world is a, it's not anything where it's made out to be. There's a lot of very bad people and um and everybody's everybody's out for themselves. Everybody for, that gets rich forgets where they come from. Uh it's really disheartening to see a lot of people I grew up with that got rich playing poker forget forget when they owed people 
thousands and thousands of dollars or we're sleeping on other people's couches and you know you can't forget where you come from man no matter what you always got to remember in your life you know that's why you know even a lot of these people that come from total poverty and make millions you know the ones that don't forget where they come from like shaquille o'neal those are the people i look Mm. up to you know uh stay humble yeah, the people that are pompous asses that think they're better than other people because they're famous or they got money. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even Shaquille, yeah, like Shaquille O'Neal said, he despises famous people. He goes, they all think they're better than other mm-hmm. people. He goes, and they, they forget where they come from. I don't believe I'm better than anybody. I treat everybody the same way. And that's why Shaquille yeah. O'Neal is somebody I look up to as a person. I, I, same with Giannis. Giannis, Giannis Tacupo. Same thing. He he knows where he came from. He where he talks about it. He goes, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I work hard. I want to help people. You know, those are the people. You know, that's it. You can't forget. Take all the politics out of everything, right? You know, I yeah. I love I don't despise people on the left. You know, I love people just the same amount. You know, I don't think that because they have different politics of me, um, that uh, you know that. Uh, I, I would dislike them anymore. I mean, I would think you're, I would just call them an idiot and tell them to educate yeah. themselves, you know, but that doesn't mean I don't love them just as much, you know. Hey, hey Mike, can I call you Mike or Mr. Madison? What do you Mike, Mike's Mike. Don't ever call me Mike, Mr. Call me idiot. Okay. Call me Mike. Call me anything but Mr. Okay, I'm from Texas and we're a little bit Southern, you know what I mean? Yes, sir, no, sir, kind of hospitality. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'm too much of a fucking goofball to be called it, though. I like uh, if I if I if I wasn't a goofball and a and a fifty four year old man and a five year old kid's body I mean a five year old kid's yeah. brain and a fifty four year old man's body I would tell you to call me sir but but yeah. I'm uh, but unfortunately I I'm just a kid so good deal I've got uh, two more questions if you don't mind answering them yeah sure me, if that's cool yep. and Mike I wanted to know thanks for answering the first one by the way sure. the second one I wanted to know is like it's You've been in the game for a while, right? You, I, I don't know. Would you consider yourself like an OG or someone that's a veteran of the game of poker? Correct? Or am I is a, that what? a good way to say it? You've been a veteran of poker for a bit for a good yeah. amount of time, right? Yeah, nineteen ninety-six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And did you ever? There's this. There's this debate that's always going to seem to go on right now with like Stu Unger, rest in peace. He, you know, I know he passed away. Versus the Phil Ivy thing, and who is the greatest of all time? Is it? Like, what makes the greatest of all time? Is it the most money you win? Is it the most tournaments you win? Is it the most publicity you get? I like, mean, what makes the greatest the greatest of all time, I mean, in my mind, Honestly, I don't even think there's a debate. I mean, it's, it's Phil Ivey. Before, when he was, it's, when Phil Ivey was in his prime, I mean, you're talking about, see, people like to always ask that question, who's the greatest? I right? know, I know. But it's not... It's you asking who the greatest poker player is, not the greatest no limit hold'em tournament player, not the greatest no limit hold'em cash game player, not the okay. Phil Ivey's the greatest because he plays every fucking game in all the mixed games, all the, in all in all the tournaments at an extremely high level. You know, uh, you, you know, I think it's it. I, I laugh that Doug Polk doesn't put me in the top hundred where. He's got people in the top 20 that aren't even in the top 500. Why? Because they're good at no limit hold them. Okay. To be considered the best of them, one of the best of all time, you got to play every game. Okay. If you don't play every game at a high level, 
you're just not one of the best of all time. If you want to be considered one of the best poker players of all time, you better learn every fucking mix game and you better win bracelets in every fucking game. You know, I got four bracelets in four different fucking games. Okay, the I, mean, I think I'm one of uh, one of. Well, I was the only person. I just I never win anymore. I just get. To, I never fucking can, could fucking make get a ham with at a final table. But but like like three years ago, I was like the only person in the world that had four bracelets in four different games. Now there's like five. So uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, you you got to win in different games. You got to play. You got to play like Phil Ivey's the probably one of the best stud players of all that ever lived. You know, he was a stud player before a no limit Holden player. Phil Ivey plays every game. Great. You know, yeah. Daniel, Negrani, like, do you think- Daniel Go plays every game really good. You know, like do you, do you think Stu Unger could hack and that's probably not the best way to say it, but could still play in today's game and still be at that. Oh top yeah. Level? If Stu, Stu Unger would have been one of the best, no, considered still the best no limit player ever. I mean, he, really? yeah, he, he was just, you know, okay. listen, all these people that are really, really good at no limit hold them, you know, mm-hmm. they've sat there and studied fucking algorithms and solvers and shit like that. And, and even then, I don't even know if they're better than I am. I fucking never done a solver in my life. And, and I, I play with these people all the time and I, I've come across like, like three people who I think are as good as me um, yeah. or, or, or better than me in no limit holding tournaments. So, I mean, I have a great feel and I don't need a solver to tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I fucking, my, I feel my instincts tell me what to do. You know, you just follow your instincts and, and you're great. You know, you know, I think, I think Sean Deeb is probably the, probably the second best poker player in the world. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he might even be the best. Who knows? Uh, he's a once in a generation talent. I mean, you have, you have Stu Unger was a once in a generation talent. Phil Ivey, once in a generation talent. Sean Deeb, once in a generation talent. And um, I, uh, unfortunately, because I don't play live much anymore because my injury and stuff, I'm not out. Mm-hmm. I'm not out there to tell you who the top mixed game players are now. To Sure. To put them in, I know Dan Zach is a fantastic poker player, and he just won two bracelets last year. Um, and he did get extremely lucky to win both. Uh, I mean, he won them in his two worst games, Omaha Eight and Stud Eight, uh, which are my two best games. So uh, you got to be lucky. Uh, but Dan mm-hmm. Zach is a fantastic, fantastic poker player. I ain't never take yeah. anything from him. You know. So Mike, do you remember? Uh... Do you remember a while back? I was watching it earlier today. The Million Dollar Invitational, where it was three-handed between yourself, uh, Daniel Negreanu, and the and the late great uh, Mike Tech. Yeah, you that one. Yeah, uh, Mike. You made got a it. story. You got a story behind that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give the t- t- story to you off the air here and take another call. But uh, I'll I'll, get, oh, I'll, I'll answer that because we got some people waiting. Okay. Sorry about that. You, you got, got a good Mike Tech story. I'm gonna give it to you right now. All right. All have right. A, have a good one, my man. Thanks for calling. So, um, yeah, he was talking about the talking about the three handed. I was going for back to back tournament of champions wins and uh, I fucked up. I should have bet the flop. I limped the button, uh, flopped the king high flush draw. I decided to check it and then I bombed turn and river and Mike called me with third pair, like fourth pair. I was right. 
Um, and I should have bet the flop there. And uh, when Mike was head up with Daniel, I, I told everybody that, that he was going to beat Daniel. I thought he was playing better. I thought he wanted it more. Uh, I thought Daniel got was getting a little tired, and he ended up winning. Uh, but, yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. It was fucking 2006 already. can't even believe it was 2006. It's just unbelievable where time goes. Uh, 16 years. God, I remember that tournament like it was yesterday. Um, Mike was one of the greatest people I ever met. He's a good guy. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. Uh, hi, Mike. This is uh, Sean, um, one of your big big fans. Yeah. Hi, Sean. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Um. Uh, thank you, Mike. Thank you for taking the call. So I did have um. So I'm calling from upstate New York. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I needed some advice. Um, I don't have any friends or any people that I can trust who are winning poker players. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that I would just reach out to you and maybe see if you can help, um, so, uh, you know, uh, give me advice on this. Sure. So currently, I mean, I'm not a professional poker player or anything. Mm-hmm. I do have a full-time job and I make you know, decent money in that. And, you know, like, uh, but I play poker on the side. Mm-hmm. So from the last two years, like I've been having decent scores. Like, uh, yeah, like last year I made like around 50k, and this year I'm actually, um, I mean, I surprised myself. I'm making six figures in uh, playing poker too, and I'm, I mostly play online, mm-hmm. and the sites are unregulated. Gotcha. So should I like be worried about uh, somehow paying taxes on on this uh, money that I'm making in poker? But my regular job is paying full tax. You know, everything is uh, well, perfectly fine. Uh, what you should be doing is right yeah. is you should be playing, and you should be having a ledger to keep track of your wins and losses. And, okay. Uh, and if you do that, um, uh, you can also uh, set it up where you could show losses. In other words, you could you could show your wins that are that you're that you're winning on that site and then you mm-hmm. can you could also say that you played live in some home games and lost so and so amount and as long as it's all in order and you show wins and losses uh yeah you could write off probably most of it uh okay but if you don't do that and you do cash out um mm-hmm. what you your and and it, and it hits your bank account you will have to pay taxes on that yeah so uh, it's really, okay, because yeah, really so I, I am getting checks from you know the, these unregulated sites, right, and you know okay. I am putting in the bank. So, uh, so you think this, they have maintain a ledger in this? They have yeah, I forgot what it's called. Does anybody in the chat know the the that software that you keep track of the your poker wins and losses are? Uh, there's there's a software thing. Uh, you can actually probably like just Google, you could probably Google it. There's like a uh, you could download it and and it, you could literally put in your wins losses uh where you played at and so Mm -hmm. um if you if you do that you'll be able to uh you know you'll be able to write off a lot of those losses and as long as you're able to show that uh yeah uh then you'll be able to come on whoa Uh, the cat sorry about that cats are funny it's cat fight yeah okay and so whatever like if i go to a local casino and play like a cash game session 
Yeah. That's like untraceable, right? Even though I... Uh, well, no, they're going to... They're going to... When you go to a casino nowadays, in the old days, you used to be able to just write them off when you went and played live. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you... If you're always cashing in and out, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. track it. Uh, yeah. But that's... You know, I kind of like... When I play cash, I just kind of throw it in my... I have like chips and I throw it in, in, in um, you know, the chips in my box. So, you know, win mm-hmm. or lose, uh, I don't have to worry. I can write them. I write off a lot of my, my, um, my, uh, okay. my live games. Yeah. So, uh, right. I do, I did forget yeah. what that, 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 that app's called that, that tracks it. I don't even know. I'm having a blank right now because I just say, I'm, I'm sorry, but you can look it up and, uh, and you just, just, just keep a ledger. Uh, okay. Of your wins and losses, like played it, Hollywood Park, bought in for five hundred, yeah. lost, yeah, lost or bought in for a thousand, lost a thousand, uh, whatever yeah. you know, and just just kind of balance that out, and mm-hmm. and you won't, and you'll probably won't have to uh, pay it, and you'll okay. be able to write it off. So. And and let's say that I go go to a casino and I actually win thousand, but I. In my ledger, I'm saying I lost thousand. Is there any way that anyone can? Nah, that? unless they audit you, they're not going to audit you. That's why it's important to keep it. Just keep it on the. You're never. You're almost never getting audited. You know, unless okay. you, yeah. unless you, uh, you're just. It's it just as long as it's in order. You know, you're not going to get audited. So, okay. and if they okay. audit, and if they do audit you, they're not going to go all the way. Through. They're just not. So, just have your okay. book, have your books in order, and you'll be fine. Okay, but but definitely do report. Like yeah, you, you definitely need to have a ledger. Um, do okay. you, does, like, how, why am I having a brain fart of the name of the of the software that keep, like keep all my stuff in order? Is, is that like an app, like on iPhone or something? Or it's. Do you know that what it's called, Danny? Hold, Dan, hold on, he's looking it up. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on, what's it called? Uh, keep track of poker wins and losses, or King something, or I, uh, hold on, he's look. My my assistant's looking it up for you. Okay. I'll give it to you off air, okay, buddy. It's, uh, okay. Thanks, thanks a lot. Mike. Yeah, listen, listen. I'll, I'll give it to you in a second. Thanks for calling. I appreciate okay. it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot, Mike, for all the help. Thank you got you. it, my man. So I'll give that out in a second. So uh, uh, I am playing at the Hustler all next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm playing on Monday. I'm promoting the Monday show. It's called, I think it's called Maniac Monday. Uh, uh, Does anybody watch the Hustler Casino on Monday? I think it's called Maniac Monday. They do lots of slow rolls. Um, What's hurting me right now, Brandon, is... uh, uh, a person who I was with this weekend um, has called me today that she has COVID and um, I felt shitty last night and I feel shitty today. Um, uh, actually, I didn't feel shitty, but all of a sudden I'm starting to max pain Monday. It's max pain Monday. So as long as I don't have this COVID, uh, I'll be playing max pain Monday and all week next week at Hustler Casino Live. Um but uh, uh, she's symptomatic, and uh, it's like impossible. I'm not gonna get it. And last night I got real lightheaded, and all of a, and I felt my my I had struggled breathing last night. Now all of a sudden today my throat's hurting. Just started hurting a minute ago. 
but I expected to get be COVID positive. I, I expect to be symptomatic by this afternoon. Um, I mean, it's just a joke. Second time, give COVID. I mean, you, you go out in public, you got to be careful. I mean, I don't go out and now I'm going to get COVID for the third time. So I'm pretty pissed off, but yeah, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Fuck vaccination, man. Fucking one lady, they put the fit. She got the fifth booster. You got to get your fifth booster. It stops you from getting against the new Omicron virus. Well, guess what? Nothing stops you from getting it. Yeah, I know. I I just got to be careful because I do have underlying conditions and, and that's the most important thing. So, yeah, I'm a little bit slow mentally today. Uh, did you f- look up what that thing's called? There's a couple of them. One's called Gambling Trackers. And what's the other one? One's called Gamble Diary. Okay. One's called Gambling Log. Okay. So they have a few different ones. Yeah, there's a few. There's Gambling Diary, Gambling Checker, Gambling Log. Uh, you can uh, you can order one on a, probably off of fucking Amazon or something like they're that. They're on the App Store. Oh, they're on the App Stores? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the fucking vaccinations are a scam. They've always, I, I knew as soon as the government was pushing it that, that, that was, it was all about money. I mean, uh, this is the most corrupt, the corrupt administration in the history of the United States. We have a fucking dementia patient out there screaming at people. I don't even, you know, I mean, I really want to get fired up right now because I want everybody to get their fucking asses to vote Tuesday. Vote red like your life depends upon it because it does. I'm telling you. I mean, do you, do you guys see that story? New York. I hope this guy, Lee Zeldin, wins governor of New York. The lady gets a shit kicked out of her by her boyfriend, father of her three kids. She... Has him arrested for um, domestic assault, battery, and they have no they have no cash bail law in New York. Was out the next day and shot her in the head. Mother of three kids. Welcome to the mouthpiece, this is Mike. What's up, Mike? What's going on? How are you? Oh, same soup, just reheated. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. So. Uh... I got. I got to ask you. You're you're pushing the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. I got to know what what's it look like if a Republican takes the throne in 2024. Well, paint your picture that you I'm, think. Is I really happen. don't really care about 2024. I care about stopping this fucking radical agenda that they're pushing through in 2022. I I really do. I I, I, I you know it's just. Unfortunately, Trump is going to win the White House in 2024. And I am not a Trump supporter anymore. I think he's an idiot. Um, I love his policies. Um, I think the policies that Republicans are pushing and he pushed are very good for the country. I th- you see the policies that they've pushed the last two years. It took him 18 months to destroy the country with their policies. It didn't take long. Um, and I just think that... Uh, for the good of the country, I, I just, you can't, these people need to pay for what they did, locking people down for keeping the kids out of 
school for two years, you know, a year and a half with COVID, which everybody knew was all bullshit. You know what I mean? So, uh, but that ain't going to happen. Nobody's going to pay shit. I, you could, you could, you could take the white house. You, yeah. we could vote you into the throne yeah. and there's nothing you could do to there's make not, anybody pay for what's happened. Period. Well, you could make them pay for it by getting them out of office. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's how you make them pay for it. You know, and by, putting some like, and then you just put some lame duck in there. Like, well, exactly. The whole you're, you're, it's rigged, all. Bro. It is. The whole thing is I agree. Rigged. I agree with you a hundred percent. You, me, and you agree a hundred percent on this. The fucking Democrats and the Republicans are both fucking corrupt motherfuckers. Okay, 100%. I agree a hundred percent with you. I believe one side is evil, and I believe one side is corrupt. Are the both sides are corrupt, and so I'd rather take the criminals over the evil, and that's just the only reason why I lean right. Um, I don't think they're any better than the Democrats, you know. I but the thing is, I, I, when it comes to how can you like the whole thing, the whole narrative that police are killing black people, and and the crime is now out of control, and they put in all these no cash bail where you just if you do anything. Beside murder somebody, you're out in 24 hours. And like that, I was just telling the story of the woman that three kids was murdered two days ago. She put it on Facebook. She had video of what he did to her. And the no cash bail in New York let him out in 24 hours. He can't got a, a gun and shot her to death in, right in broad daylight in front of her three kids. You know? Republicans, it would still happen. It would still fucking happen. I don't know, because, man. When when yeah, well, I mean, when when, when Giuliani when down. Giuliani ran New York, you know they had the stop and frisk. They 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 the the crime rate was the lowest it'd been in the history of the country. You know the crime well, rate is a soaring. lot of bullshit that went on with that too. A lot, I, you I know, know and I'm was. not a lefty. Yeah, but there's a lot of no, people I agree. Rights broken. There's no, a lot of people locked I agree. up for nothing. I agree. It's I tough. agree. So fucking I. I definitely you want like, you want this is what this is what needs to be done. I agree with you. This is what needs to be done. Okay, it's you to to fix the Latino and African American communities. It's there's nothing about racism. It's about education, and the Democrats keep them down, so they will vote Democrat because they're dependent on the government. Okay, if you want equality, you need why if they cared about the African-American communities, the fucking government would pay teachers three times higher salary to teach in the African-American communities and they will get education. You see what I'm saying? Instead, you have like eight percent that are efficient in math. They're being kept down by the government on purpose because if they keep them on drugs, that's why they let all the drugs come across the border, all the fentanyl, all the cocaine, all the bullshit. If you keep them on drugs and uneducated, you're going to keep them poor. And if you keep them poor to survive, what do you need? You need government money. That's why I fucking despise the Democrats. I despise them both. Yeah, I despise them both. I and do too. We're, we're but we need honest, though, you know? we need education. We the, the Republicans yeah. can't just get power and do nothing. They got to come up with a plan to get education in the African American and Latino na- neighborhoods, and they got to make lives better for not just them, but for the poor white people in Middle America. That Trump. That's how Trump got elected. He tapped into those people who are also starving to death. Okay. 
You've got to help these people through education. You can't sit there and keep them on drugs and uneducated and have them, uh, and, and say sorry. You know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. And, you know, it's a little phrase that goes along with that. You have to learn to read so you can read to learn. And that's, there you, you go. That's it. You need Absolutely. to be reading by three. Yes. My daughter was reading at three. She plays violin, piano. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a fucking scumbag poker player, old school. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 no I'm no shining star, but I do know what I want. I do know how my heart pulled me a certain way, and I do know that I figured some things out early. And it mm-hmm. was just get your kid to read because everything else just falls yep. into place. Exactly. So you know, it's listen. Five million people across that border illegally in two years under Joe Biden. Okay, they need these fucking people for votes. They're passing laws where illegal immigrants are allowed to fucking vote. Okay, this is how they're trying to steal elections, and they don't care that forty-four percent of women that cross that border are sexually assaulted. They don't give a fuck. Okay, they don't don't give a fuck that there's been eight hundred and sixty-eight people in two years that have crossed that border out of the five million that are wanted for murder. In the United States that have been deported that came back across, okay? They don't give a fuck. They don't care. No, they, they will do anything for power. Care. And the reason why the right don't do anything about the border is they want the fucking legal immigrants for cheap labor so they can make more money. They're just as corrupt in a different way. And it's fucking sickening. It's sickening. It gets, it you got me it fired is. up because I, I, I just, it's just, what it, you hit it right on the nose. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I'm and black they just killed. don't care. I'm proudly black though. Yeah. You know, because you can't tell me, like, you could bring, like, the smartest political analyst in front of me at a bar, and I've had, like, 15 shots. Yeah. And we're going to have a fucking debate. Right. And I will win based on one fucking result. I will get them to have to swallow the fact that they believe liars. Because yeah. all of my job will be is be like, oh, you trust him? Oh, here's a fucking lie. You trust them? There's a fucking lie. You trust them? There's a fucking lie. Yeah. And then all they can do is, you know, like uh, type, type fucking pretzels and make knots out of themselves to, ra- uh, to rationalize these lies. Yeah. But the fact is, motherfuckers believe lies, and that's why we're fucking here. We're fucking yeah. stupid. You repeat the Democracy same. Yeah. is a fucking poison, dude. It's a religion. You're right. Think about this. Here's some fucking. Here's here's a here's a hot here's a hot take. Like. And again, this isn't me being a jerk. It's just mm-hmm. a hot take. Like, should people with Down syndrome vote? No. Like, I'm, so you're a fucking fascist. Exactly. You know, and I'm just, I'm playing a game with you. Like, no, I get you, it. You, you know, like, yeah, we, we have the most fucked up, corrupt political system. Democracy, it I'll is. state this fucking emphatically too. There's been more death under democracy in the last. We'll, we'll just call it the 20th century, than there has been in every religious conflict since the beginning yeah. of time. No. So 100 years of democracy has wiped out more human beings than fucking all of history. I'm not gonna, Literally. There's a lot of things I agree with you there, buddy. And, but the thing is, is, is you're right. You know, if the, you're, you're, listen, what, what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. No matter who's in office, nothing's going to happen. You're right. We've got to get here's <laughs> and, and you know what I want to know why and and you'll agree with me why does was does Congress have a eighteen percent or twenty one percent approval rating and then they just go and reelect the same people what the fuck is wrong with these people get rid of all because of them let's get them all out 
Let's get it because we can't because it's rigged. Okay, that's why yeah. when 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 Trump is trying to get these uh, the uh, the these Trump people elected, right? You had you had you had the McConnells of the world putting all the money behind the establishment people. Okay, they don't want new people in there. They're corrupt as fuck. Every one of them. That's why yeah. you got to get new blood in on both sides. That's why I really think Blake Masters has to win in fucking Arizona. I I think the 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 one the the gut one the 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 centrist in New, uh, New Hampshire needs to win. They need people like they need to send a message that we that you, see they work for the people. They th- not we not opposite. Okay, they think that they that they control you. You control them. Okay, vote them all fucking out. You know. When I say, see, that's that's the, that's the illusion because yeah. the only way we control them is with a vote that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, that's the illusion. But it does matter. It does matter. That's if, the big illusion of representative democracy. Well, well, when we think we're going to put this bitch in there because she thinks well, what we think. Exactly. She don't. She thinks what somebody fucking pays her. Exactly. And that's why Trump was such an important figure in this country, as much as a moron as he was. Okay. That's why they they, they did whatever they could. They had to get him out because he wasn't one of them, and it wouldn't do. And he was uncontrollable. Okay, he yeah, literally. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he could have done something. He could have done a lot. Instead, he, he fucking done yeah, it's he did nothing. Okay, Except, <laughs> he, 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 uh, it was all about he could have fucking been he could have been gone down as the greatest president of all time. Okay. But he yeah. let, he let he wanted to be loved so much because of his narcissistic fucking tendencies that he fucking See, he I don't loved like that either. he loved I, like he's a puppet yeah exactly puppet. so 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 fucking so it's uh, not him right it's, it's the people above him exactly he's, 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 he's a chaos American agent over here. look yeah. at him yeah are you the greatest yeah so anyways yeah I agree with you and and so. Uh, you know, Trump's like, oh, things are going to be different next time I get in office and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, do I believe it? No, I think Ron DeSantis has a shot at fixing things. But unfortunately, uh, there's the Democrats have nobody to run in 2024 and we'll be stuck with Trump. Uh, and, uh, I hopefully, and he's going to win and hopefully this time he'll do something. I doubt he'll, he'll do anything. Uh, I'm with you on this but yeah i mean it needs to happen like you're right but that's that's kind of the test we're put in and that's also the heel we're be, that's being put on our neck is like we just fucked you in your ass society yeah what's your it's your move we're telling you now that's coming out in the news like fucking vaccines don't stop transmission vaccines yeah. don't prevent fucking this we fucking knew, but i knew that a year and a half sick. ago when they were calling me all kinds of names on the fucking show <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, but I'm. It's nothing's going to fucking Do you understand happen, that I, I got banned from YouTube, my channel, for a week because I said things negative about the vax, or I said things <laughs> negative about yeah. the election. Uh, Did you get banned from your grocery store if the fucking this, manager? They're has trying to control that. This is why the the right has to win. They must be able to stop them. Then when we get the White House in twenty, then we could then we could take fucking big tech and their censorship out. Because that unless we get all three branches, we're never going to be able to take them out. They're they're going to be control be able to control free speech. Elon Musk buying Twitter is the single greatest and most important acquisition of our lifetime. 
It is literally the only thing that could possibly save this country. And I mean that. I'm it's not too early to tell. To it's, me, it's it's just like a different template of Trump making president. It's just something yeah. to get your fucking cock a little stiff. We'll see. Make you pull out the lube. Well, you're right. You start rubbing we'll see what he does. If he does. going to bust him out. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, so we'll he's going to fuck. Here's my prediction. Okay. You, you know, you, you got your thing. My prediction, nothing's going to fucking change except for, you know, a few personalities being let back on. And that's it. Like, we're all this debate over he should charge eight bucks, he shouldn't charge. Like, it's all fucking horse shit, dude. Yeah. Like, he's going to get in there. He's going to do what he wants to do. He's going to try and make some cash. He's going to play the, you know, civil servant or the man of humanity. And I don't know if he's good or bad or whatever, whatever. But it's it's just another fucking, it's just we'll see. people are all hard over it. So whenever you get hard, just know somebody's going to bite your dick. I agree. That's a fact You're right. politics. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks for calling. Too, buddy. You're the man. Thank you. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. All right. I know, but, but listen, I'm gonna, it's 510. I'm going to go watch the World Series. Uh uh, we've been on for an hour and a half. Um, listen, uh, Max Payne Monday, I'll be on. Hustler Casino Live. Uh, we're going to take this last call. Well, the mouthpiece is Mike. Hey, Mike. What's hey, up, Mike, man? Mike, Mike, Mike. How are you? Wow, that guy was a little excited. I mean, I liked it. I liked I, it. I liked I, the energy. I, I, well, it's all energy and no points. I mean, yeah, but you know what? Me. I I understand, but you know he he is right. Both sides are fucking corrupt. No, he's he was completely wrong. And I'll give you an example. Okay, like what? He's saying and nothing changes. But are you telling me that nothing's changed in eighteen months? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can't. Are you telling me nothing's changed from uh, twenty seventeen till now? Exactly. Are you telling me that? If you're telling me that, then I know you're. You're, you're just a guy at the bar that, that there's I where, have a conversation there's where, with. That's why I agree with them on a lot of points. And what you just said is 100 percent right. Okay, they okay. came in. They came in. They axed the Keystone Pipeline, eleven thousand jobs. If we mm-hmm. had the Keystone Pipeline right now, we wouldn't be short on fucking energy. Okay, they axed uh, the all the the border. They let it wide open. Five million people come in in two years. Okay, they let the they 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 raise the fucking taxes. They 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 look what they've done. Look at the policies destroyed the country in eighteen months. Well, they, they, there's change that happens when you do vote, right. and I guarantee you that guy's never voted in his life, mm-hmm. and he never will vote in his life. Maybe. I doubt he even has a driver's license. Okay, yeah, I don't not, even know if he has a daughter. If he has a daughter, God bless. If yeah. you do, God bless you. No, you got to uh, vote, man. You're, you're, I mean, they okay. can say what they want. Uh, one thing I know. This I know, okay, because I've been following this for six years. Mm-hmm. The Dems have pushed an anti-police rhetoric for the last fucking six years, okay? Now, I don't know how long. I heard that they that wasn't like this before, but now they want to sit there and, and now that— technically, the, technically, they've been pushing an anti-police rhetoric since they shot the police in, in uh, Dallas— yeah, in 2016. Obama's yeah, I remember the end of 2015. No, no, no. That, that was that was back to 20 way before 2016. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Dallas police that were shot right uh, the year before the 2016 election in 2015. That's what it you're was talking 2015, about. 2015. Yeah, it, it starts with the St. Louis Correct. riots over that, and then the and then okay. yeah, and oh, then, yeah, and, you, yeah. You had the the, the the false narrative of Michael uh, whatever in uh, hands up, don't shoot. That never was. And done. If, if if we really yeah. want to go uh, nail it down, it's when they called a Hispanic man white. 
and he a guy in a hoodie it could have been his son so we really mm-hmm. didn't go further back to when they started really pushing this anti-police the anti-police right do you know when i was growing up if you mouthed off to a police officer you got put in jail i mean these people are, are brought up they could just i mean all all like 99.999 percent of all uh deaths uh by police officers uh on african-americans white people are because they resist arrest okay well i i, I beg to differ because i am myself a minority and i am myself have a, a mouthed off at police officers and never put in put in jail okay it depends on the situation but i'm not saying put in jail no. i'm talking about that have been that have been shot because they resist arrest and they try and drive I, off. again again I, i'm a i'm a a very right. intimidating looking guy. I'm very okay. I'm Hispanic, and I've never had any problem with the law at well, all. I mean, but I'm just I've saying, Maldov, that cops. But let's be, and, and but, I, but I'm asking, what, think, is, never, it, is this fair to say if, like, you get pulled over and you say, yes, sir, no, sir, here's my driver's license, registration? Well, let me, let me clarify this. I mean, I've been pulled are you over. Ever, are you ever going to get shot? That's all I'm asking. Can, can I can can I tell you this? Go ahead. I've been pulled over by Texas, and most of the time I've been pulled over has been a Hispanic person, mm-hmm. okay, or a black person. When I was living in Houston and mm-hmm. living in this Houston area, now I'm outside of the Houston area, mm-hmm. or even when white people pull me over, I never had any problems, and I may, I might have been a little upset about the speeding ticket. So this narrative about what your perspective is is totally different. I don't I understand you're a yeah I, I don't Jewish know male, I, yeah and exactly. you and you and you don't you don't live this life. But the narrative that they're pushing is totally out of whack. Like you just said, that they need to pay teachers. They need to pay bad teachers a hundred thousand dollars. No, good teachers. Okay. Well, how do you determine what a good teacher is when a when a union is protecting the teacher? When there, you, just, you just hit it right like on the, the nose. Vatican. The teacher union is the most fucking corrupt organization in the country. Okay. You just hit it right on the okay. nose. There you go. Okay. You go. So, th- so it's it's a lot of different problems. Yes. But when the problems begin to be solved, when their mm-hmm. policies now. Yep. Now we this I don't know who elected uh, Joe Biden, eighty-one million people allegedly, but during the campaign, the the fifth estate, which is supposed to be the press, which uh-huh. has not long been corrupted. As soon as they started selling uh, drugs on TV, yeah. it should have been everybody with the brain should have known that uh, there's no real news at that point because yep. they're beholden to giant corporations yep. for their dough. And they're, yep. and if, if if a newscaster is getting paid, what, what was uh, that guy for Today Show getting paid? A Today Show oh, guy, yeah, was he getting was getting paid, paid like thirty five million, million a year. The guy that was 20, fucking all the girls, a year. Okay. the guy in the Today well, Show, for yeah. what? Reading the news? Yeah, he's not even a reporter. He's not out there looking for stories. No, none of them are. He's a, he's he's a front man yep. for you, dude. Tell me how many poker players you know make $35 million in a year. That guy who got on the phone definitely doesn't make more yeah. than $350 at a game, maybe. Yep. I'm not trying to drag you, dude. I'm no. just saying that I know you kind of might have just been a little bit of a troll. Yeah. and uh, I get it. I know what you're saying. But, you know, I do agree you need to go out and vote. You need to get things. But, but vote. you mm-hmm. do change things by changing your vote. Like, if you get... All the people on both sides, on the left and right, out and get new blood in there, things will change. But see, fucking permanent Washington will just, they'll take you out. That, that's what they do. Well, that's the, what they'll the, do. Well, when the outsider did come out, we've gaslit. You're calling Trump this. You're saying his ego this. I, I love mean, Trump's I policies. Know. I was a big Trump supporter of his policies. Okay, the policy. Okay, the policies. That's all that matters, saying. right? Okay. Okay, I don't know. I, 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 if I try to look at this empirically and analytically, I don't know what he could have done when he had no allies other than himself. Yeah. Okay, he had no well, allies. Well, you got to remember this. Media. We had the fucking, we had both chambers of Congress when he got in, 
And what did he do? They pushed a stupid ass tax cut. Okay. They, if okay. They, wait, they, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Who was who was the the head of the Paul the Ryan? A piece of shit. Oh, Paul, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Where is Paul Ryan right now? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Who he's was, a, yeah. And, and, and McConnell, Mitch McConnell. He's what a never piece of shit he is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now, now, the, the, it's a, it's a, the way this is designed, this, like this. Eventually, the people coming in, the people who uh, started with the Tea Party, the people are coming under Trump, the people coming on now, and the people coming mm-hmm. in 24, 2024, and eventually, hopefully, in 2026. Yep. It, it takes that long for that to be weeded out. These All these people. We've got to weed them out, buddy. Under this thing. I'm with you, okay, man. We've got to weed them out. It takes that long. But again, Trump had no allies. You're right. If, 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 if Paul Ryan is the uh, He's the worst. Of the house, yep. And, Okay, and now he's on Fox, and now he's uh, putting an agenda where he just—they personally dislike the guy. Yep. Okay, so he had no, and for a guy who had no allies, he did wonderfully. And a lot of the gaslighting is is proven proven to be gaslighting. Yeah. The only thing, like I said, the thing—the thing that bothered me about Trump, and and is the, and again, you're right. Who cares about mean tweets? Who cares that he was a jerk off on Twitter? Okay, he got shit done. Okay, and you're right. Okay, I shouldn't bail on him because of that. But I just couldn't stand how he was, his lack of empathy for people. And it showed when COVID came. That's why I'm convinced that COVID was released on the world. Okay, I, I yeah. mean, if you're if you're the president, you have no allies, and, and you it. don't know what's right, and you're being gaslit, and now you're saying, like, you don't want to be stepping in the landmine. He I get did it. the best he could with the COVID. I get it. We don't know what he would have done if he got in 20, in 20, in, in June and June. And 2020, uh, you're right. One, we don't know we how don't. the lockdowns, but we do know how they handle them. They're yeah. talking now still about lockdowns. They're I still know. doing this. Well, you I think th- they're going to, if, if they, if they don't, if, if you, you think that's why I tell people go out and vote like your life depends on it. Like, like if, you, if you, if you vote for a fucking Democrat in these, in these state elections, you, if you don't think they're going to stuck in lockdown people, if COVID comes again, they will, they will do anything for power. No, sure. I mean, you you had no idea that COVID, but if you look in, look closely, you had this crazy. I don't know what this guy's fucking problem oh. is, but you remember when Microsoft? And remember when Bill Gates got called for being before Congress for being a yeah. monopoly? Yep. Okay. Was, was did he have it? Because did he said, "Well, is that is that when he became Blofeld? Is that when he became a, a Bond villain?" I don't know. He is became that, a Bond villain when not, fucking COVID came around. And he was buying up all the farmland. No, he but was he, like, he's been he's been doing this. As soon as that happened, he formed his foundation, and we all know what this foundation is up yep. to, and is and what it's been doing. And, it, and he went and experimented with with vaccines in Africa, I know. Africa. I know. Okay, all right. I mean, this isn't a Bond villain. And, and right now, he wants you to eat bugs. This is these 100% people. These terrified. are the left. The, the the left. See, the people don't realize. Like he wants to depopulate the world. I mean, wasn't this wasn't this the plot of Moonraker? It is, yeah. Does he have an actual fucking satellite there with the perfect people of these nerds? Mm. I guess they're all Democrats. Where they're going to fucking poison us? Right? I don't know, Maybe. man. I, I, I want to know who the giant. I just I know. I just know a lot of my people that follow the show that are Democrats. They they're not yeah. they're not informed of where the the how the Democrat Party is being we, run right now. They have no idea. They have no idea how far left and cr- the craziness going on. You know what I mean? I, I, See, that's I, why I, I respect. Saying, like Elon Musk, I, I, Elon Musk was a liberal Democrat his whole life. He didn't change. 
the fucking they went so far fucking left that it pushed him to the right. He hasn't moved at all. What it's, okay, I don't I don't know what his politics is. Yeah. I don't know if he's even ever voted. So yeah. I I can't verify what if he's political other than yeah, he's yeah. a businessman, right? Right. Okay. Now now I I do know. I let me get this one last shot. I was trying to watch yeah. Daniel and his podcast. Yep. And he's still with the same shtick. And then all these guys are against. They're, now they got fun and you got to hate. And they hate. All of a sudden, I've never heard them say anything about Elon Musk. Doesn't Daniel have one of his cars? Yeah. Okay. When it, well, it, it, I mean, I know he has one of his cars. He he, he was touting well, the geniuses of Elon Musk. And now all of a sudden, him and his stooges, his paid friends on his podcast, mm. were all trashing Elon Musk because he purchased Twitter. Well, yeah, but, I mean, but because he's, God, because when you watch right, when you watch left wing media all day long, they they I don't know. I, I talked to watching three Canadians and then Daniel, who's a, uh, a dual citizen. He, I, I give him he, he took the citizenship test, but he's paying these guys to be his buddies. Right. Uh. And they're talking. And I don't ever hear him up until now. Saying anything bad about Elon Musk, I think he might have praised Elon Musk when he was talking about his little yeah. car. I mean, we talked, and now, I mean, and now he's like a. Well, what? Listen, know, dude, your, I talked to Daniel about friend. this, and he kind of told me he kind of agreed with Elon. So, I, you, was this on a recent podcast? This is most recent one. Uh, they're making yeah. the snide. They're they're already they're already going to put him in the Trump category. All those little Canadians. Because, I don't know who that guy is because see they. The poker, I believe poker, in capitalism. And the thing is, is like when you when, when you're brainwashed uh, a certain way politically. But they're and you Canadians, Mike. I know. I know. The three guys. <laughs> I, they don't know. They don't know what the what you, the USA stands for. What what that that we, a free country, free speech. I, I, I give you know? Daniel credit. He came here and he and he lives here and he's like I give him credit. But the other three morons in uh, his pa- yeah. podcast, you're just you're just he's paying you to be his friend. I don't know. Who and they you are. know it. I, I don't ever. I know you know him more than me. Have yeah. you ever seen these other two three stooges? Yeah. I know. Hey. I mean, I don't know. Listen, are these guys you've seen. I haven't seen it, but my, but my, my. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go too, man. Worked up now, Mike. You got it. Have a hey. Have a great weekend. Peace. I listen, man. I, I can't take any more calls. It's five twenty. I don't want to want to go watch the World Series, and I want to go watch uh, the fucking football game. But I'll be playing next week. Hustler Casino Live, as long as I don't have COVID, which I think I'm going to. Max Payne Mondays. Make sure you guys tune in. Max Payne Mondays. Hustler Casino Live. Uh, I'm going to be selling, I don't know, 25 or 50% of myself to the big game on Friday. Uh, just for my fans. Uh, whatever I don't sell, I don't care. I'm, I'll, I'll put up my own money. I don't care. Uh, but uh, somebody told me that it's probably good for, for my fans that want to buy a piece. So, uh, check out Pocket Fives. I'm gonna put that up this week. Um, and as long as I don't have COVID, which I think I'm gonna have it for sure, because I feel like shit right now. Um, I'll be in LA all next week: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Hustler Casino Live. Um, we are finishing up my documentary. Uh, in um, uh, my guy that's doing it, Frank will be meeting me in LA and we're going to finish it up with some of the live stream on Hustler Casino Live. So Max Pay Monday. I'll see you then. Uh, another episode of the Mouthpiece. Do not forget to vote. Vote, vote, vote Tuesday like your fucking life depends on it. Because it does. And, um, and uh, I'll see you on Saturday for the Mouthpiece when I get back from LA. 
And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. And God bless you all. I love you all. Take care. The Mouthpiece.